0: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything.
1: With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed.
0: We're off the map in international waters.
1: I need some drama, me.
0: Hide that cocaine. Never. In my nose.
1: Just so you know, I'm in an open relationship. Below deck. Woo!
0: Below
2: me. What? Deckhead.
1: Hey, Nick. Hi.
2: How are you?
0: Anna, right? Hi,
2: yeah. What? You don't know me?
0: No, I just wondered if it was you.
2: Who else would it be, bitch?
0: No, I have been tricked before. Don't do this. By who? Do not do this. I was tricked on my other uh, podcast by someone who just called me on the phone and was like, "Hey, we're recording." And I was like, "What?" And he made me talk for four hours before I realized it was uh, it was a telemarketer.
1: Hmm. This is
0: so embarrassing.
2: I feel bad for you.
0: I suck. My life suck.
2: Your life suck?
0: Yeah. It suck.
2: It suck.
0: It suck.
2: No, like I hear you, but like why?
0: My life suck, dude.
2: You do suck. Cuz I'm
0: no good.
2: You're no good. All right, All right, guys. Well, I don't this want to is, talk about that anymore. I just is, want to
0: buy a house. I just want to buy a house in Altadena and say goodbye to the world. You know, you ever get, you ever feel like that?
2: Yeah. Actually, I do.
0: Well, hopefully you get there one day.
2: I won't. I'm starting mm, to realize well. Altadena more expensive than I thought. Yikes. I can't afford a million dollar house, guys. It's just facts. Just fucking facts. So, uh, this is Below Deck Sailing Season 1, Episode 6. Can you believe it, Queen?
0: mm I don't know if I can't or if I just refuse to, but it's not going to happen.
2: Why? Like, why can't you believe it? I believe
0: it. You're right. I, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't like to be questioned.
2: Okay. Yeah, no, it's clear. You have a question problem. Yeah, let's get on with it. Guys, thank you so much for listening. We love us. So this episode, it pops off a little. And I don't mean that in the fist pumping way. I mean that in the fist pumping
0: way. I mean that in the um, tops of champagne bottles kind of way.
2: Oh, Mike, the amount of champagne bottles popped. In this episode, oof. It's absurd. Thousands, I think. Yeah. It's a, definitely like the cops
0: were called at some point, I think. They should be.
2: Yeah, and I was going to say, they they should definitely call the cops. This is a lot of bottles. Yeah. And, well, we'll get into it. So, yes, we continue with Ciara trying to find someone to deal with the back of the boat hitting the dock. And she finally finds Byron, and he says they need to pull up the chain on the anchor a little. So Byron pulls up the anchor chain, and that helps. And Paget gets back in the tender right at that moment. And then Glenn comes back to learn about this, and he says hitting the dock is a really big deal. And a new paint job on the transom is about a 40 dollars job. And it's embarrassing if the guests see that. And so Glenn thinks the anchor got caught in some mud causing this to happen. And Byron and Paget work on fixing the damage by doing all this stuff that I didn't understand what was going on. They Basically, it's like like tacky it or something and and then paint it.
0: Yeah, it doesn't matter. They fixed it.
2: They fixed it. It's fine. It was all scraped up. All is well. It sounds like it wasn't a 40K job. It sounds like it was like a two-day job by Paget.
0: Uh, Two days. I mean, it looked like it took about an hour. You fill it in, it hardens, you sand it, you paint it, it's done.
2: Yeah, So, but he had to wait for it to dry, and then he painted it the next day. Oh,
0: brutal. That was probably the hardest part.
2: I hate you, man. No, you don't. You make
0: me feel weak. You make me feel so weak.
2: Sometimes I feel like Jackson Maine, and you're my alcoholism.
0: That's the sweetest thing anyone's never said to me.
2: Do you know what that's in reference to?
0: Yes. Jesus. How could I not understand that?
2: I don't know. You're kind of stupid. What
0: are you talking about? I saw that movie Alone in the theater in Denver, and I cried.
2: Why did you see it alone?
0: I was in Denver. I was traveling. I was doing stand-up.
2: Oh, okay. So you're lying. Okay, cool. So, um Okay. (laughs) Madison says that she has everyone talking down to her from every angle in the interior. And she's hoping in this next charter, they can have proper communication within the team or it can make her look incompetent. And I'm like, good luck, honey. You got Jenna at the helm and she only cares about one thing. And it's Adams D. Everyone's working on flipping the boat and they have their next charter meeting with Padgett, Jenna, Adam and Glenn. And we learn a guy named Richie Hossein from Long Island, New York, is coming. Were you able to get his likes and dislikes, my boy? Yeah. Oh, cool.
0: Richie Hossein. Uh, his name was shortened from Hosnier. Interesting. Um, Richie Hossein. Okay. Long Island, New York. Richie Hossein is an accomplished entrepreneur with ventures in healthcare, hospitality, nightlife and music as president of the world as president of the playboy club nyc and founder manager of many other clubs he always aims to elevate standards and create exceptional experiences for his guests richie is bringing his group of successful friends on his yacht on this yacht vacation for their annual guys trip joining richie is lenny the owner of east west gym and personal trainer. Austin is, and it doesn't say, something private security firm. Austin they make fun of during the episode for having a giant trust fund. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marshall is an estate manager and private investor. Frank is a urological surgeon who is notorious for outlasting the younger guys.
2: Oh, my God.
0: Richie Hossein's website is on. They work hard and party harder. So don't worry about that. So we got Lenny, he's a gym owner and personal trainer, knows the boys from around the NYC nightlife. That's the black guy, the sexual assaulter. Um, He's celebrating his 30th birthday. Marshall and Lenny have traveled through and partied through Europe together. He wants to jump off the boat and have an adventure to celebrate his birthday as well. So apparently it's all everyone's birthday. Austin is a connector and brought most of the guys in this group together. Greece is a top destination he has wanted to visit for a long time. Frank has spent a lot of time in his friend's boats in Rhode Island. He looks forward to always having a single malt scotch in his hand. Chooch. Thomas is looking forward to getting the sails up on the yacht. He has an acute taste for champagne, and he has been known to saber the top of the bottle. Could you imagine? Uh. That's
2: it. His Instagram. His website is one thing. His Instagram's a whole other. Hustle. So? This guy is just such a cornball. So he has his, like, uh, just the front page of his website is, so, I need to text this to you. It's, he's so into himself. It's unbelievable. Like, it's all about proving how cool he is. And so, yeah, he's got a photo of himself. With all his things, then he has a press kit about himself, where he just has photos of himself with famous people. Then he has his press mentions. Then he has his sightings, where he has like photos with famous people, like Michael Jordan, and like with Jeremy Piven. Oh my god! Oh my
0: god, that's awesome. He's
2: got a photo with Fifty Cent. Oh lord, and and Amber Rose.
0: Oh, good for him.
2: Derek Jeter. Oh, he met Carmelo Anthony. Good for him.
0: I met Amber Rose.
2: Yeah, it's not hard. Uh, he's got a photo with Jada what Pinkett the fuck? Smith.
0: No, I'm very cool. Oh, Did you meet Amber Rose?
2: Oh, he has a photo.
0: No, exactly. I've never met
2: Amber Rose, but...
0: Exactly.
2: And then his Instagram is just like him with Jeremy Piven. It's like...
0: This sucks. That is very cool. Oh, he's
2: got a photo with Gwen Stefani. He's got a photo with Teresa, the the housewife who flipped the table. Yeah. He's got a photo with, I don't know, just like low-end rappers. He's got a photo with a guy who's dressed like Willy Wonka. Like, what is going on? I don't know.
0: Well, he met Willy Wonka?
2: He's got like, he's just kind of like a goober. He hashtags his own name. In his posts. That's who this guy is. And he has a thing that says wake, pray, slay. Oh,
1: God. oh
0: he's that's a Santa Claus reference. He's a, yeah, his sleigh is named the wake
2: prey. He's such a little cornball. Okay, whatever. Fuck this guy. Oh, there he goes. He has a dog. And then it, on his website, it says that he like played like D1 football in college, like if I was going to do business with you, I'd be like, yeah, but is he a tough guy? I don't know, you guys. Sometimes
0: I- <laughs> I'm going to need to see some photos of you <laughs> with uh, Beetlejuice from Howard Stern's Whack Pack. <laughs> if you expect me to do entrepreneurial business with you.
2: But like real talk, like that photo exists somewhere. We just have to go back far enough on his Insta. Whatever. This is a shit show. So, yes, Richie Hossein's coming as an accomplished entrepreneur, blah, blah, blah. You'll be joined by Lenny, Frank, Austin, Marshall, Thomas for the annual guys trip. And Jenna says she doesn't like all male charters because it's all testosterone and all unreleased sexual tension that is repulsive. And Adam's like, cool, no dietary restrictions. And it's like, "Mm, they're going to pummel your face. So um, <laughs> you will
0: need to serve food that you can drink through a straw.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So after um, cleaning, Georgia is playing the guitar on deck that night and Padgett joins her to watch her sing. And it's pretty weird because Ciara's is like downstairs in their room and he's just like one person just staring at her while she sings, like nodding his head like. Yeah, and then he's like, you wrote this? She's like, yeah, and he's like, whoa. Wow, I didn't know you could write a song. Mm-hmm. He's like, Ciara just yells at me. <laughs> um, and so Adam and Jenna are cupcaking in the crew mess, and it's gross. It's like, go somewhere that's hidden and not in everyone's What does cupcaking
0: business. mean?
2: Cupcaking, fool. How do you not know what cupcaking is? It's like when you're being all like pda it's called cup-caking. why. Why does
0: that mean cupcaking?
2: I don't know. It's just I've something I've always said and heard other people say. It's like when you're when oh, you're. Oh, you made it up. No, I didn't make it up. Someone else made it up. It's just like mm-hmm. when you're like, you're cupcaking. You're here. I'll look it up. Cupcaking PDA. Cupcaking. Cupcaking is when a person leaves his or her friends to flirt with someone. It comes with the, from the sweetness of cupcakes and the phrase being sweet on someone, which is when a person likes someone. Okay. So cupcaking typically involves a lot of PDA that manifests itself in a variety of forms, whether it's holding hands, kissing, whispering into each other's ears, hands, other clothes, deep tongue kissing. <laughs> Sexy. What is this definition? (laughs) Uh, Whatever. It's just like PDA, basically. Mm -hmm. It's gross. And it doesn't need to happen in in the crew mess. So uh, Byron is asking Madison about her life. And boy, was I not expecting this from Madison.
0: But she says. Wow. I mean, of course. I mean, think back, though. She was cast on Below Deck. Yeah, that's true. And everybody, this is the thing, man. Everybody at sea is like there because they are getting away from something and like trying not to think of some horrific thing that happened in their life. That's the only reason people go to Greece to suck billionaires' donks.
2: That is true. I was thinking like as far back as I can remember, everyone who's had some like tragic past is like, yeah, and so I don't really want to go home. And you're like.
0: My dad died. And so I immediately got on this boat
2: yeah well okay so byron asks madison about her life and she says her parents are kind of retired now but they're no longer together but they all live in michigan and she's the oldest of four and she left michigan when she graduated and byron keeps being like why'd you leave michigan and she's like who fucking cares and i'm like yeah byron who fucking cares byron yeah
0: byron why don't you go fucking take care of your family
2: tips. So Madison says she doesn't really like talking about her family because they have been through a lot. And she says on December 22nd 2014, her sister Paige had texted her that she wanted to go to the movies. And so she went to go pick up her friends, but they were stopped somewhere in Detroit and a car pulled out in front of them. And one of the kids in the car's brother apparently owed drug money. So two guys got out with AK-47s and shot like 45 rounds into the sister's car And all five kids survived except her sister. And to feel the weight of that for years makes her not want to go home. And so she went into this thing, this kind of phase in her life where she thought she could die tomorrow. And she decided that she's going to live her life and do what she wants.
0: Like a candle in the wind. Yeah, and
2: she said she used her sister's death to kind of propel all of those things that she'd wanted in life. And she says she will no longer do things that don't make her happy. And she's crying when she says all this in her testimonial. And uh, everyone goes to bed. It's the next day. So Padgett is asking Parker to start from the bow and go back, drying the bow. And Parker starts asking questions and pushing back. But then he stops and says, oh, he just stops. And Padgett says, to make things run smoother, he's asking Ciara to keep an eye on Parker I don't know. I think this might cause problems because she's a bit of a little busybody. Well, huh.
0: That's what we're here for. We want problems. We like problems. We're problem people. Yeah,
2: yeah. No, i we're, we're problematic. We're problem people. We're problematic. Two queens.
0: Oh yeah. Proud of it.
2: Let's take a quick break. We'll Bye. be right back to talk about Blodex sailing season one, episode six.
4: It's always the feeling when you're getting ready. To, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends: Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season, where we're uncovering a
3: 35-year-old mystery. only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts,
1: search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today.
2: And we're back.
0: And we are back. We're back. Back
2: baby back
0: that's how you sing that song <laughs> i want my baby back, baby back it's an altered version
2: for this i want, baby, back, baby, baby. This. Ah. I want to be baby back rib we're back
0: baby back ribs
2: do you see that little cat head in the background
0: is it a cat
2: yeah that's my cat wow
0: Wow, that's crazy. Um, I can't believe your cat's at home right now.
2: Literally, his legs are twitching because he's dreaming right now.
0: Yeah, I've seen it. I'm hip to that.
2: I bet you are, bitch. So the guests are arriving, and they look like a bunch of trash bros. And Parker thinks everyone is going to hate these charter guests, but he's really excited for the boys' trip because Parker, low-key, bro-bro.
0: Wow. Parker that's loves a bro-bro. He's a good-looking
2: guy. He's like, yeah, boys trip. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so pumped. So, these guys, they also like when Jenna's giving them a tour and says this is the cockpit and Lenny goes more like the sword fighting pit. Jenna's like, "Oh god."
0: That's like our Canary in the coal mine, you know, if they make a cockpit joke, uh, they're terrible. Right. And if they don't, they're tolerable. Terrible versus tolerable. Hashtag terrible if you think our current charter is terrible. Hashtag tolerable if you like them.
2: Hashtag terrible
0: if they're Latino. Yes. Smart, smart.
2: Though I don't know if that actually means anything. Okay, ah, I see. So they it does. they immediately it means want terrible. They immediately want thousands of shots of 1942 tequila, and they haven't even left the dock yet. And Madison says she likes really dorky guys. And Jenna and Adam immediately take the opportunity to be like, ooh, so you like Parker, huh? And Madison's like, mind your own business, you fucking losers.
0: He's not a dork. She said goofy.
2: Goofy and dorky. I guess he's a
0: little goofy. He's not a goofy guy. That's not like the first thing I would say to describe him.
2: (laughs) What would you say?
0: I would say he's doofy.
2: Okay, so he's not dorky or goofy. He's doofy.
0: Yeah, it's a completely different thing.
2: I have a thing to tell you, and it's that you stank. I stank up my butt? You stank.
0: That's fine. Mm.
2: So uh, the guests sit down for lunch, and Adam is making a large meal because they're big dudes. And he's like, they're going to want food. And the guests do love the food, and they're like, our chef is a straight beast. And I'm like, of course. Of course these guys think Adam is a straight beast. I'll tell you, he's definitely a beast because he's rude and mean and a monster. But after lunch, the guests want to go to the beach bar, but only two go because they're like, we're going to bring some babes back. And the others stay back to pop champagne off the, of the bo- uh, off the side of the boat. And one guy, I think his name is Marshall, keeps talking shit and he's so obnoxious and he keeps saying, yeah, we're going to bring girls back, man. And so Paget takes Marshall and I think Austin kills
0: him. Yeah.
2: to the island but there's not a single girl there it's just like one old couple but basically on their way back marshall is trying to climb onto the tender but the whole time he's like gotta watch my linens like his pants because he doesn't want to get them wet he's like what am i gonna do about my linens but then like trying to climb onto the tender he slides off the boat and falls into the water face first and eats shit it was really funny and then he gets up and he's like, I love it. I love it. And, and I think Austin or whatever the other guy's name is, is like, no more 1942 for you. And he's like, my linens.
0: This just goes to show how great of a show Jersey Shore is.
2: <laughs> it really does. <laughs> it's so entertaining.
0: It's so fun. Um, but uh, on Jersey Shore, they're not as, uh, well, I guess they're the heroes. So you don't care about how rapey they are. But on this show, they are not the hero. So it sucks that they're so rapey.
2: Yeah. We really like had a reckoning with toxic masculinity after the peak of uh, Jersey Shore, I think.
0: Yeah. Jersey Shore got away with it. I see now, but I had fun then. But I've definitely changed my ways and I will no longer be appearing. I, I said this through my publicist, but I will no longer be appearing on the first three seasons of Jersey Shore.
2: Weird. So Glenn gets ready to sail and the guests are loving it. And they're like, look, we're sailing. We're sailing. It's a lot of that. Yeah. And Marshall, the guy who fell in the water, keeps asking for shrimp cocktails as a snack. And Georgia says she comes from nightlife. So she's seen much worse than this frat house bullshit. And she says she's actually more in her element with these guys than before with the like silver service yacht lifestyle. And the guests, Marshall, whatever, keeps asking for shrimp cocktails. uh, And they're like, well, you're having apps before dinner. And they're like, no, we want shrimp cocktails now. And he's like yelling about it. And Adam's like, he served all the shrimp for lunch and they didn't put shrimp cocktails on their preference sheet. So he didn't buy more shrimp. And one uh, Marshall just keeps yelling about the shrimp cocktails in the lounge. And Adam says they have none so he can fuck off. And then finally, Adam serves them Languistine, which is technically a type of lobster, but he, he, doesn't, he says these idiots won't know the difference, so whatever, I'll just tell them it's shrimp.
0: I mean, uh, no one would know the difference because they look exactly like shrimp.
2: Yeah. And he tells them it's shrimp, so he's like,
0: okay. Yeah, and it doesn't matter that they're not shrimp, and he should tell them that they're shrimp.
2: Yeah, nothing matters. He's
0: acting like he got one over on him, like he's going to go back and tell his girlfriend, like, oh, and then I fucking lied to the charter. (laughs) And then I told him that, uh, you know, that the that the club was going to close at 11. (laughs) But it closes at two. (laughs) And then I bought him these big joke steaks. (laughs) I'm going to serve him these stupid steaks. They're going to look so stupid. It's like, okay, dude. Yeah. I mean, you guys, it's working. You are impressing each other.
2: Yeah. That was pretty funny. So the guys want to go to a nightclub after dinner. And Jenna finds one where the reviews are like, if you're a woman, don't go here. Everyone's so creepy. And she's like, perfect. These guys will love this place. Uh, So she she tells them about that. Yeah, and she tells the guys the nightclub opens at midnight and they're like, what are you going to wear with us, Jenna? Or they keep calling her Jen. And she's like, no, thank you. And Georgia says her name means born on a farm. And then she does a Russian accent for Ciara and Padgett. And Ciara says, maybe Russia, uh, maybe Georgia's flirting with Padgett, but she's not. she claims she's not affected by it. And then she's like, enough with the Russian whore uh, thing that you're doing, Georgia. And I was like, What did you hear Ciara say? That she's like, "Okay, enough with the Russian whore accent."
0: Yeah, I did. Well, she yeah, she like yelled it down the stairs. Yeah, and then George's like, "What am I?" That's a she shouldn't have said Russian because nobody's Russian and nobody's pretending to be Russian. Um, Some people are pretending to be British,
2: but (laughs) didn't she say it's her name means Georgia means born on a farm in Russian or something? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Whatever. So the guests sit down for dinner and Adam is being cranky in the galley because Madison accidentally touches one of the plates. It's like, get over it. And Madison's like, yeah, Adam clearly needs to get laid. And of course, Jenna talks shit to uh, Madison. Jenna talks shit about Madison to Adam to impress him, which was unnecessary. She can't stop. She like radios Madison, like come back to the... to the galley for service and then goes, but don't touch any of the plates. And Adam's like, yeah, am I right? It's like, ew, just stop. Your negativity is a bummer. You both suck and you will both be drowned if you keep up this behavior. Wow. She's like, yeah, did you see Adam? I was like a real bitch. Does that turn you on? Loser. Wow. Her name might as well be Jill. So the guests are having dinner and they love the food and uh, can you hear that? I mean, like they're still doing work on my roof. It's never ending. Um,
0: I think I thought that was just Zach looking for the lighter.
2: Nope. That's called roof work that never ends. So uh, yeah, whatever. Fuck everything. Fuck Jenna. Fuck Adam. Fuck my roof. So, uh, yeah, the guests are having dinner. and they Fuck
0: lo- Jenna. That's my favorite Instagram account.
2: Oh, yeah? You like fuck yeah. Jenna?
0: Yeah. It's a little more female-focused uh, uh, stealing from comedians.
2: Mm, I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anyway, the guests are having dinner and they love the food. And Parker gives Madison a hug and says he doesn't want... Her to be sad, and he grew up in a very loving, wholesome community environment, and he wants to spread that to all f- all the far corners of the earth. <sighs> so the guys leave to go to the club, and they're supposed to text Yara when they're ready to be picked up. Uh, so they go out, and they're partying, and they're like, "Shot, shot, 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 shots," or whatever they do. Everybody. So everyone keeps going on about how if the chief stew and the chef break up it's going to be bad for everyone and Paget thinks seeing Adam and Jenna canoodling is awkward and Madison just thinks they're lame and gross and I agree and Jenna keeps going on about how it's a struggle with how slow Adam is taking their relationship because she's dying for this man's attention he's moving too mm-hmm. slow for her in my mm-hmm. opinion they should move slower
0: really slower
2: slower than that slow down wow yeah so it's like 3 30 in the morning and the guests are ready to come back but they are like get a bunch of food ready we're hungry so madison and ciara are figuring out what to give them and madison puts a bunch of plates of snacks out but the guests get back to the boat and they're like dog these snacks are not enough we want cheeseburgers But Madison's like, I don't want to wake up terrifying-ass Adam. So she offers to make them all grilled cheese sandwiches instead, and they're, like, very into that. The guests finally head to bed after eating a bunch of food, and Madison says she's exhausted, but is happy that Parker wakes up at 4 a.m. so they get to interact before she heads off to bed. Because Parker's her safe place.
0: Yeah. These guys love clubbing. Don't they? Could you imagine if that was your thing, clubbing?
2: Oh god, I'd be miserable.
0: Like, I mean, I used to go to clubs when I was like 19, but I wouldn't go to a club now. I don't think It's I, so funny to make that like your life at 40. All right. I
2: think I genuinely have never been to a club.
0: Well. Um, uh, good for you.
2: Maybe I've gone to one good in Europe, but I don't you. think so.
0: I don't think yeah, you didn't.
2: All right, guys, it's the next day. So the guests are up for breakfast and they're already popping bottles and chest pumping each other. And they're like, hey, we want more than this weird continental breakfast thing, like uh, pastries for breakfast. So they start ordering uh, egg meals from Adam, like scrambled. But they're like, one guy's like, I would like a scrambled egg with three eggs in it. And then on the side, an uh, egg dish with three eggs that are over easy. And Adam's like, "How the fuck do these people eat this many eggs?
0: Look at them!" Yeah, I know. I was like, "Remember when we saw that guy order the eight egg omelet? Yeah, that guy ate a lot of eggs."
2: I came.
0: What the? (laughs) Oh my god! I was just
2: uh, about to kill myself. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, they get a ton of eggs. It's delicious. It's good. And they're happy after Adam makes them 6,000 egg omelets each. So Paget is annoyed that the guests keep popping so many bottles of champagne on deck and possibly breaking glass because they pour their That champ- One guy pours his champagne by holding a wine glass by the end of its stem in his mouth and holding the glass up and then pouring the champagne above his head.
0: He does it 100 times.
2: Yes. <laughs> and it's like, why... Do you pour your champagne like that? I don't know. So, Idiot. One guest, Lenny, starts using Madison as a weight and lifting her up and down, and she's not oh, happy, Lenny. and she keeps being like, please put me down, please put me down, please put me down. And she says she's never been handled like that by a charter guest before, and she says she has no words, and the guests don't care about how disturbed she is, and she's downstairs telling Parker how upset it made her, and Parker's like, Here, I'll help you escape out of there if you need. And she can't. And Madison says she can't do anything about it because she can't risk offending the guests and hurting the tip, possibly. Good luck. So Parker and Padgett think it's going to get very rowdy that night. So they decide to switch Parker and Ciara so she doesn't have to stay up late with these guys. And Parker can, like, stay with his boys because he's used to it. He's used to the boys. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, Saturday's for the boys.
2: Saturday's for the boys. All right, let's take a quick break, because this break is for the boys. All right, Nick? We're going to fucking party at this break, okay? Pop some Hell champagne. Yeah. Pop some vive click. viv click. All right, BRB.
3: As important as choosing the right destination when traveling... I'm not stupid, Gene. Something is going on, and it's high time you tell me the truth.
4: Freeze, Americano!
3: Gene, run! So travel before it's too late. Your money will return, your time won't, and we're all too quickly approaching that final destination. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or
0: wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose, It's always the feeling when you're getting ready. To, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Check
0: the backseat. Check the backseat. Right, come
1: here. Check the backseat. Gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot, fast, and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the back seat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council.
2: And we're back. Boat facts? Nick got beat up.
0: Oh. That's what that was,:
2: Yeah, Nick, you know it wasn't that bad. It got beat up.
0: You know it's uh, it's nice to get uh, for your boys to get their hands on you every now and then. Yeah, that's what I miss most about quarantine is my getting my boys' hands all over me.
2: I am so confused.
0: You know, I just like guys, you know, camaraderie, you know, touching, feeling, connection, just guys. When it's just the guys, you know, we, we cuddle and stuff.
2: Uh, what?
0: Don't be so fucking uptight. God, you're going to vote for Gary Johnson again, aren't you? You're such a fucking clown.
2: Oh, you're a clown.
0: You know, I've been in Roger Stone's house.
2: Ew, why?
0: I shot a sketch there years ago. So I was reminded about it yesterday. Um, It's called Foxworthy and Friends. Google Foxworthy and Friends... It was a web series that my friend Jason Signs made as Jeff Foxworthy. And uh, I did one of the episodes. I was interviewed. It's very funny. Check it out. That's Roger Stone's house.
2: That's interesting. How did you get in there? He offered it up? He wanted money?
0: The director, Travis Irvine, had worked for Roger Stone. This is when Roger Stone was working on Gary Johnson's campaign.
2: Okay, so this was a hot minute ago. Well, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was,
0: a, it was a long time ago. But it wasn't four years ago. I mean, it was eight years ago, I think. Was it four years ago? Maybe it was. Well, who knows? It doesn't matter. All I know is he wasn't there. And then uh, he uh, got in a little hot water.
2: All right. You don't say a little hot water. All right. So the guys tell Jenna that they're going to have dinner and then go to the beach bar afterward. And so the guests are playing in the water a little and wrestling on the naughty boys, the naughty buoys. And Adam says, these guys are all a form of Neanderthal. So he's going to give them tomahawk steaks so they can beat each other up with the bones afterward. And after playing in the water, the guests all pass out to rest up before dinner. And in, and Jenna informs them that the beach bar is apparently closing at 11 p.m. So they need to eat and get out there ASAP. And Georgia says the chief stew and the chef flirting is not helping a healthy workplace. And Madison thinks it's gross that they're always flirting and on top of each other. And while they're saying this, Jenna is literally giving Adam a head massage in the galley. And I'm like, what a great way to get hair into everyone's food.
1: Ooh.
0: what a way what a great way to get vomit into everyone's
2: vomit. faces oh yeah you're right yeah
0: because everyone's gonna throw at when they look at them all right yeah what
2: what no so uh the guys finally get ready and come to dinner and they're all like stressed because they're like we got to get to the bar." And they are served their steaks. And one guy says that the steak is bigger than Austin's trust fund. And Austin's like, hey, don't tell anyone about that, brother.
0: That's a secret,
3: brother.
2: And one guy's like tripping. He's like, I'm just going to call the beach club. And they learn that it doesn't close at 11 p.m. The food part closes at 11 p.m., but the bar will close at like 2 a.m. And then the guy who called's like, whoa, why are we being played? Why are we being lied to? I don't like being lied to. If there's one thing I don't like, it's lies. And Jenna's like, no, there was a miscommunication. Like, I thought it closed at 11, but clearly I was wrong. Only the food closes at 11. And the other guys are like, Yo. calm the fuck down, dude. There was just a miscommunication. It's not a big deal. The food closes at 11. Bar is open till 2 a.m. Jenna just got oh, confused. Oh,
0: miscommunication. I guess it was a miscommunication. I guess. Oh, now there's just mis- miscommunication. He said miscommunication. five
2: times. He's six, like seven. obsessed. He like couldn't. Stop freaking out about it as if this was a personal offense to him that Jenna got the time wrong. Like, whatever, dude. He's like, sorry, guys. Close at 11. There's a miscommunication. It's like, get a new joke. You are lame.
0: Yeah, what's the joke, dog? You, the joke is em- that he's just saying
2: the same thing over and over again. And then he got angry because he's like, don't lie to me. <laughs> it's just like... Who cares? I'm freaking out. You're freaking out because the bar closes? No. Whatever. Well, they're
0: nightlife guys. And the other guys are like, dude,
2: it's not a big deal. Like, we'll go. So, yes, the guests head out to the (laughs) beach bar and Parker goes with them and just chills at the bar by himself while the guys party and drink. And then after, like, talking to a bunch of people and doing a bunch of shots. After
0: asking every single girl in Greece to come back to the boat with them, they finally got three girls on the verge of vomiting.
2: Was it three? Only three of them?
0: I I think there were only three.
2: Wow, must have been really worth it.
0: (laughs) I mean, God, this is so embarrassing. Nobody has ever gotten laid on this show. From someone, well, that's not true. The one guy from the third episode, the episode that may not be named.
2: Oh, right, right, right. Well, (laughs) I forgot about that. So, yeah, one guy comes up to Parker and he's like, hey, man, we're going to bring some girls back. And can you get a DJ on the boat for us? And Parker's like, yeah, totally. And I was like, how is it that easy to get a DJ? But then I guess they just. There's t- a DJ there. They take. He's like, do you want $1,000? Uh, yeah. I, he's like, yeah. Do you think that's what he said? He was just like, you just go and you just take the DJ from the bar to the boat? Oh, well, it didn't matter. I mean, they're in a
0: fucking, you know, like, you know, club capital of the world. You know, there's DJs there. You, sw- you can't swing a dead cat hitting the dj it doesn't matter what kind of dj just like a guy who would press play and not drink and they're doing shots with him it's so funny
2: yeah well parker's like totally so parker brings the dj back to the boat so he can set up before he brings the guests back with their guest and madison is pissed when she t- when he tells her because she's like great it's gonna be another long night So all the other crew who are trying to sleep are basically miserable because there's now a DJ playing music on board at like three in the morning. And the guests are really partying on the boat. And Madison and Parker are just trying to run everything and keep things in check. And one girl pukes on the deck everywhere and on some cushions. Another girl is literally walking around inside the boat with a cigarette. And it's basically a shit show. And all the guys are just being like, woo, and dancing and like chugging champagne. Uh, And that's where the episode ends. The the girl who was walking I'm sorry The girl who was walking around with a cigarette Inside What are we doing They're Mm. like It's fine It's just a It's just a house Floating in water It's fine if it burns down
0: Everybody's smoke Over there
2: Well yeah Uh, uh, So right. wait 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 Anna Hostier It's time for Boat Facts With Nikki T.T.'s Anna Yes
0: What is the biggest boat that one person can operate? How many feet? This is sailboats. We're talking sailboats because it's uh yeah you guessed it sailboat week. Oh, it's sailboat here on Nikki T's boat facts. It's sailboat week, specifically sailboat related facts to celebrate this current season of. Law and Order Criminal Intent. Now, what is the longest sailboat in feet? Do you say Law and Order
2: Criminal Intent?
0: Yes. That a person, I talked to you about my scale earlier, this is Law and Order Criminal Intent. Hmm. Regular Below Deck is regular Law and Order and Below Deck Med is Law and Order SVU. Now, it makes sense. What's the biggest boat Biggest sailboat that one person can operate in feet?
2: Hmm. Like one captain?
0: One person.
2: Uh, 300 feet?
0: 100 feet. Now, the Parsifal is 177 feet. Now, with the 100, it's if you rig it a different way, And the world record, the world record holder, Francois Gabar, operated the 100-foot trimaran by himself. However, it's not easy and you have to be experienced. Uh, Most sailors uh, stay under 35 foot for a a boat that they can sail by themselves. Sailing alone is also called shorthanded sailing, and you need a shorthanded sailing rig. Now, this is actually what attracted Glenn to sailing in the first place, was that everything was short.
2: Okay. That's funny. What, What, how, I'm confused as to how they're allowed to, if this is over 100 feet,
0: this is 177. Okay, I mean they're yes. not operating so, this by themselves.
2: Oh, so he has a team. That's the idea.
0: Yeah, there's four people that dock, you know, that operate this boat.
2: Got it. Okay. That makes more Five sense. People, so whatever. basically, if you're a solo captain, your boat cannot be be over hundred feet.
0: Yeah, but but that's the world record. I mean, it it's probably gonna have to be under 50 feet if it's just you. Got it. Okay. Um, it says the hardest part of sailing by yourself is actually the docking. Yeah, no, Some marinas even offer a special service to help you with that. So, anyway.
2: I believe that. That's Boat Facts with Nikki T. As a person Sailing who's week. always docking boats. I get it. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll see you guys on the flippity. <sighs> hey, Fox. guys. Thanks so much for listening. This was Below Deck Sailing Season 1, Episode 6. What a fun time we're having. Guys, in like two weeks, we'll be done with this fucking season and I'll be happy. And then guess what? We can talk about Below Deck Med, who they just added Aisha to. Guys, season five of Below Deck Med, I'm so excited. And I'm sorry to be like talking about another show, but come on, fuck this season. I hope season two of Sailing is some next level shit. Thank you so much for listening. Follow us at Deckheads Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes. That would make our days. Oh, my God. We would shout you out, queen. You can email us at deckheadspod at gmail.com. Buy our merch on TeePublic. Send us merch ideas. If you buy our merch, send us a photo. We want to shout you out on our social media. We want to, like, big ups you. So do that. Also, you can follow me at Anna Hosney. Nick is at Nick's Turners. Yeah, what else? Leave us a five-star review. Follow us on social media. Buy our merch. Guys, how... Can I keep telling you this? Do it all, queens. We're almost done. We're going to go weekly. Also, something you can do is tweet at us guests you'd like to have on this show. No cast members. No fucking cast members. Don't you fucking tweet a cast member at us. But please tweet like comedian guests, other cool guests, internet guests who watch Below Deck that you would think would be good on this show. We would love to have them on. Yes, they have to watch Below Deck. You can't just be like this person because if they don't watch Below Deck, like what are we doing here? All right, we're out of here. Bye.
0: Deckheads is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.